Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Hello, Alan. How are you? Good to talk to you again. Uh, you have a wonderful novel called Grey Horses and I, there's links to my favourite movie, The Horse Whisperer, so I'm fascinated <laughs> by it. But before we look at the book, talk to me a little bit about you. You're, you're very much based here in Wexford, aren't you? I am, yes. I've been born and reared here and I've been involved in... Uh, horses here in the county and uh, also drama um, so yeah I'm very much based here I still live here been a while <laughs> but if my memory serves me correctly there's a link with Bonnie Scotland as well isn't there there is yes my dad is from Scotland so mm. I've got uh, relations over there as well mm. and uh, I've written about uh, Scotland a little bit as well so I think uh, they're two really good Celtic nations to be part of. So drama and directing, you've done a bit of that, haven't you? Not directing, I've, I've written, you've uh, written for a stage yeah. as well. And performed. Yes. And performed, yes, absolutely. I've uh, been under your guidance on stage. And you survived. I survived, I did. <laughs> no, it was a wonderful experience. But listen now, tell me about uh, the, the, the first writings then, the last time we discussed. The first book was about what? So, uh, my first book was about uh, Scotland in uh, 1946. It was uh, looking at the kind of post-war era and how German soldiers were used as kind of unpaid labour in Scotland. And of course, it was told in a fiction story. Uh, the second book was set here in Wexford. It was called The Birds of Bachelor Lane. Uh, which I spoke to you about last year yeah. and uh, it looked at kind of relationships between people and uh, the kind of that culture of the 1950s and then this uh, story is also set in Ireland um, and it's set in 1959. Right, it's the spring of that year, is it? Uh, no, it's uh, the story starts in the autumn of 1959 but it kind of goes back and forth a little bit to uh, the spring of 1958 as well yeah. uh, where what? a major um, kind of incident in the main character's life changes uh, the direction of her life in, in a way that she didn't expect it would. Okay, so you don't want to give too much of the game away because you want people <laughs> to buy the book, don't you? So what can you tell us about the book then and the inspiration from it? So the story follows 25-year-old Estella Frayne who lives on a farm called Robin Hill and uh, previously her father was involved in an incident uh, where he fell from a horse which she had trained. Now she was a gifted equestrian herself but following this incident she completely rejects everything equestrian and becomes something of a recluse because she feels it's her fault that her father was so badly injured. And really the only people she sees are her sister who she visits, uh, her best friend Dolly and then her two brothers who absolutely cannot get on with one another. But into this story arrives two strangers called uh, Ivan and Rebecca and it's through her friendship with the, these two people that she kind of begins to see that there is a brighter future ahead and there is potential to leave the house and yeah. uh, experience life a little bit more something that we're all learning to do I think at the moment yeah. now and, as well. And, and uh, you obviously saw the movie The Horse Whisperer did you? I did yeah, yeah. I've read the book as well. Set in Montana isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely America anyway and it's that thing of um, coming back to uh, something after a traumatic incident. Hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, really rich ground to explore a character and right. uh, I think it's something that we don't really look at often enough how incidents in our past can really affect mm. how we our live present our, future. our future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They can really colour the way we live our lives. Right. And does she get closure from this then? Or, or uh, does it have a happy ending? Uh, 
I suppose you might have to read it to yeah, find there you out. Are. You, gave, you gave the right answer, yeah. <laughs> did you have a special akin to the uh, era of World War One and World War Two? don't you? What, what interests you so much about this time? Um, well, I've had family who, were, who served in the war, Scottish family uh, mostly, but I think it's just a fascinating period of history because it brought about so much change. Yeah. It's something that happened, you know, 70, 80, 110 years ago, and yet it's still having lasting effects on the way we view the world and the way we live our lives. Yeah. The so changes that occurred, the changes in Europe especially. Yeah. Look, uh, how important do you think reading is? Because over the last two and a half year, I think people picked up books and magazines far more than they would have done prior to what happened and what unfolded. Do you think in this digital aim or digital era of games and iPads and phones, etc., there should be even more emphasis on reading? I know the libraries are hugely popular, so there's still a lot of book reading, isn't there? Yeah, and it's something that's wonderful to see. I work quite a lot with children, and Mm. while there are some that, of course, gaming is absolutely so important too. I love having conversations with children that read and I always try to encourage them to read and look at books because it's such a magnificent way to escape. Yeah, sure is, yeah. How can we encourage more of them to read? I think finding stories that just capture their imagination. I mean, I remember when I was young, the likes of Famous Five and especially Harry Potter, they were so huge for me because I could just sit and I could disappear. It takes you into an imaginary world. It, it really does, yeah. yes. And you kind of, you you associate with characters and you think, oh, I want to be more like that one or I want to try harder in school maybe because that's yeah. a clever character and I like to be like that one. <laughs> I'm told that you're appearing in a panel discussion for the Literary Festival. I am, yes. So that's going to be at uh, 3.30 uh, in, I think it's going to be in Wexford, Ca- uh, sorry, Enniscorthy Castle rather, uh, during the Wexford Literary Festival and there's going to be the likes of um, Carmel Harrington, uh, Sheila Forsey, Imelda Carroll, uh, lots of people, and hopefully it'll be a really interesting chat. It's great to talk to you. I really appreciate you popping into studio as well. It's lovely when we can welcome studio people back into studio again. So what's next for you then after after the, the, the grey horses? Oh, uh, well, I've got a play that's hopefully going to be on during the Wexford Opera Festival. So it'll be on the end of October, November. It's called Lights Out, and it's with uh, Four Rivers theatre company which is uh, headed up by Ben Barnes Wow and where is that going to be staged you think? I think it's going to be on in the Arts Centre here. The newly refurbished Arts Centre. The newly refurbished People are in for an absolute treat Absolutely. Look forward to that I mean top flight director, top flight team you you know How can people access Grey Horses? Where can they get it? So it's available on Amazon Kindle. Um, Mm. So if you have a Kindle or if you have the Kindle app on your phone or on your laptop, you can uh, read it there. And then you can also request it as a paperback as well on both uh, Kindle, uh, sorry, Amazon and uh, Book Depository. Well done, Hannah. Enjoy the chat and good luck to you with the book. I think it's a fascinating story, but you'll have to read it to find out more about the twists and turns in it. And of course, is it a happy ending or not? (laughs) Thanks, Hannah. Southeast Radio's morning mix: chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.